COVID-19 related school closures and interscholastic sports cancellations across America appear to be resulting in significant and mostly negative impacts on the health and well-being of adolescent athletes across the nation and on Guam. Getting back in the game of high school sports in the pandemic on That's It, That's All. You are listening to That's It, That's All with Sean DeMatato. You are listening to That's It, That's All. My name is Sean Gumatautau, the host of the podcast. That's It, That's All is brought to you by Get LLC, the Guam-based consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Serves both public and private sector organizations in Micronesia and the Western Pacific. Need help with writing a business safety plan? Need an energy efficiency solution for your offices or commercial facilities? Find out more about the capabilities of Get LLC on their website at get-guam.com. Don't wait. Check them out. Hello to those listeners in Bangor, Maine. Also, greetings to you, all of you listening in Orlando, Florida, and Seattle, Washington. The listenership is growing with each and every episode. Can't forget the listeners across the island in the village of Totu and my family in San Leandro, California. Half a day to you all. Thanks for having That's It, That's All on your travels from one end of Paradise Guam to the other. Remember, we hope that you will download the podcast for your road trip, your gym workout, or time on your laptop and desktop computers. Can't forget the big thank you to RedCircle.com in getting the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Remember that you can listen to That's It, That's All on iHeartRadio and Pandora. Remember to like, subscribe, or follow this particular podcast. Click one of those buttons right now. I am a dad of high school athletes, one sophomore, one senior. I have had two previous high school athletes in my house who have since moved on to college in the U.S. mainland. I was a high school athlete as well. There are many values that are learned and benefits gained both on the field and off the field that many a school kid can get from playing interscholastic sports. Teamwork, commitment, discipline. These three values come to mind. Benefits? Playing high school sports creates friends for life. God knows I still see many of them when I visit the Bay Area where I grew up. My older daughters are enjoying the same friendships from those girls they played with on a number of different sports teams as well. Also, the experiences in high school sports help in other areas of life once you leave campus your senior year. If you are an exceptional athlete, high school sports is that platform for a possible college scholarship to play intercollegiate athletics or the base where a career in professional sports is laid. All of this starts and ends with playing a game, a match, or a set representing a high school, either in America or in those countries where secondary school athletics are played. Since the pandemic, high school interscholastic sports was all but canceled a year ago. Many high school seniors then pretty much dejected with the lack of playing a sport in the final months of last school year. Since that time, reports from all across the country, every state, problems that have arisen because of this lack of social interaction and physical activity. News of anxiety disorders, news of suicides, news 
of family problems. This is pretty well documented across America and beyond. As the United States has now began the rollout of vaccines in recent months, cases of COVID-19 hitting the lowest points in a year and the gradual reopening of schools across the nation, the logical move to reinstitute interscholastic sports is now taking place in Guam, the other U.S. territories, and the rest of the states in general. The focus of school administrators has been, and rightfully so, a safe return to the class for all American elementary and secondary students. As the safe return has continued, so too has been a return to playing organized sports. Some states turned this corner in January. At least one territory, American Samoa, because of a lack of COVID cases, resumed their regular high school sports leagues in the fall of last year as if nothing had happened. No pandemic impact. There has been a consistent theme in the news stories on this topic in America that has driven the collective news cycles, and that is cooperation. Public health authorities and the governors of the states and territories have worked with their federal counterparts to ensure that any such move to get sports back up and running would be purely science-driven. This has allowed some sports to come back and others will remain on the proverbial bench until pandemic conditions improve. It is fair to say that the return of high school sports has had plenty of notable examples to follow. Soccer in the world's largest pro leagues, England, France, Italy, Japan, and Australia rebooted first. The National Football League, National Hockey League, and the National Basketball Association got back up and running, and Major League Baseball in America has just thrown out their first pitch. Rugby, cricket, and weightlifting events have also come back, but to smaller crowds or none at all. I can't forget mixed martial arts and the ultimate fighting championship, who specifically thumbed their noses at policymakers who didn't think they could pull off a pro-fight event and did so in dramatic fashion. The UFC would be followed by other pro-MMA events, and this example is what allowed Olympic qualifying to resume in the combat sports for a canceled 30-second Olympiad that was pushed back a year because of the pandemic. For all of the examples, for all of the science at the highest level of sport, there really is no question that remains that sports can resume. When intercollegiate sports in America restarted in the fall of 2020, high school sports did follow, though very slowly, in pocket areas of the country. It is fair to say that there has been impacts. I tell my kids that the stoppage of play is only a blip during these very extraordinary times. High school sports is coming back, and the outlook is promising. There are some details that we'll see more and more high school sports returning to a gym or a field near you. With the sports, will be spectators to watch. The activity will be driven by what this invisible killer is doing in our communities and the impact on a stressed public health system that hasn't seen such an illness affect public life to this magnitude in over 100 years. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. 
Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. Okay. The Virgin Islands Consortium reported this past week that one year since the territory was in the quarantine phase and non-essential activities were brought to a screeching halt, baseball and softball practice restarted two weeks ago, and games are scheduled to resume at fields managed by the Department of Sports, Parks, and Recreation. Additionally, two Virgin Islanders who live in Miami returned to St. Croix last week to discuss sports training opportunities with some of the territory's leaders and officials in the sports industry. Their focus to improve the chances of these athletes turning pro with their support during these crazy times. Still recovering from Hurricane Maria in 2017, the Weekly Journal is reporting that the Roberto Clemente Coliseum, Sixto Escobar Park, the Pedrin Soria Coliseum, the Baldrick Club Tennis Courts, the Dr. Jose Celso Barbosa Park, and the San Juan Natatorium will be returned, or sorry, will be repaired with over $15.3 million in funds from the Federal Emergency Management Agency. The repair of the latter facility would do much to support the students of the Escuela del Deporte, various swim clubs, and other aquatic training groups. The 558 schools there in Puerto Rico are still sluggishly returning kids to the classroom. The result is having an effect on sports there. The 2020 American Samoa HSAA Championship Games in varsity and junior varsity football went off without a hitch back in late October. And this past week, the Samoa News is reporting that almost 300 children began play in American Samoa's 2021 Little League Baseball season. The Saipan Tribune is reporting that the CNMI public school system had canceled all ongoing school leagues in mid-March as a result of the recent surge of COVID-19 cases in the community there. According to PSS Athletic Director Nick Gross, currently all PSS athletic program activities are canceled in Saipan, Rota, and Tinian until further notice. On Guam, high school sports returned on March 1st, 2021. The resumption of sports came nearly a year to the day that the governor of Guam, Lou Leon Guerrero, announced the start of the public health emergency. It was just a couple of months ago that vaccinations of critical care workers and seniors kicked off. Now the population of the island, 16 years of age and older, are getting those COVID vaccines in greater and greater numbers each week. With it, more activities like high school sports were cleared to start. National teams have already since started their training for world championship qualifiers, including the Guam basketball and Guam soccer national teams, as well as junior national baseball teams. Also, athletes in a range of individual sports were taken off a bit by the pandemic that has made qualifying for the now 2021 Summer Olympics even more challenging. The core source of the talent for these elite sports sits with Guam's interscholastic sports, now, in Guam, there are now two leagues for high school interscholastics, the ISA League, spearheaded by the Guam Department of Education, and the Independent Interscholastic Athletic Association of Guam, 
that is led by the private schools and the Department of Defense education activity. The ESA and IIAAG started with abbreviated boys and girls indoor and beach volleyball, softball, tennis, and cross-country seasons. Back on February 19, 2021, ESA coordinator Al Garrido told GuamSportsNetwork.com that, quote, we are very excited to get this thing a go and get the ball rolling, close quote. New champions were crowned. Even with the short notice, there were great performances all around. The kids and their parents adapted quickly to a new way to play and watch the high school sports on Guam. With a few months left in the academic year, some hiccups. My friend Matt Weiss of the Guam Daily Post reported on April 4th that while the IIAAG paddling, indoor volleyball, baseball, track and field, and golf were clear to go by the Guam Department of Public Health, soccer was not. The article noted a letter from IIAAG President Terry DeBolt to DPHSS Director Art St. Augustine that read, quote, there is clearly a lack of consistency with your guidance policies that is having a direct negative impact on our students and their families, close quote. As of this podcast, the issue does not seem to be cleared up. It seems to be a symptom of a much larger problem facing the two school sports organizations, and something very familiar happening all across America. In an article written by Dr. Carissa Niehoff, entitled, With Lost Seasons Last Year, Spring Sports and Arts Should Be Available to All, Niehoff, the executive director of the National Federation of State High School Associations, noted that while the timing on returning to sports and performing arts has varied from state to state, a full return is almost completed. The NFHS head wrote, quote, while everyone on a team may not be able to play in a game due to the nature of the sport, creative measures should be utilized to retain all students who are interested, if at all possible. In the case of spring sports, where students were unable to compete last year due to the pandemic, not allowing them to participate for a second year because they don't, quote, measure up, could be devastating, close quote. Guam's two interscholastic sports leagues should take Dr. Niehoff's words and translate them into action. It is not like they didn't have a year to prepare for this particular moment, especially for the hundreds of student-athletes who have relied on them and their athletic directors to make the best of what has been a challenging time for these kids and their families all across the island. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. I'm going to use this particular part of the podcast to offer up some advice to my friends from both ESA and the IIAAG. Before that, some quick observations. You all were paid during the pandemic to plan for this to happen. 
each day hinged on your collective monitoring of the COVID situation and to build that plan to return to play. Yes, both Al and Terry and the athletic directors of all of Guam's public and private high schools were stuck with what was handed to them from public health. But the excuses to not have these matters cleared ahead of what was to be the start of the final sports seasons of the COVID-impacted school year seems a bit lame. Resources like the National Federation of High School Associations have always been a place to start for them. I believe that the IIAAG is still a member of the NFHS. They seem to have tapped resources like the sports federations of the respective sports that are being played in our island schools is pretty evident. The Guam National Olympic Committee, though, with its vast amount of talent and knowledge, was pretty silent. Too silent, if you ask me. The advice now. Get into the office of the governor with DPHSS. Alan Terry have plenty of political clout to make this happen. Both ISA and the IIAAG should stay in the room with government leaders until the issues are resolved. Get a weekly meeting going to update on how the competitions are going. There are some medical professionals who seem skeptical that the games are in fact just super spreader activities. Hell, get a member of the physician's advisory group to lead that monitoring. Get school nurses involved. Such interaction and game plan should be shared with every member of our community. Athletic directors need to be involved to protect our student-athletes either by encouraging some kind of monitoring, testing, or harder lines for what is done at the sports fields or the gyms. Now, why is this important? In fairness, Guam has not heard much, except for, oh, we have met. I don't think parents and these kids in the final part of the school year want to hear that. There is already so much anxiety in getting them to school, allowing them to practice, monitoring their health, both physical and mental, and in some cases, allowing them to play. I can't be too hard on Terry. I do want to give Terry DeBolt some credit. In that same Guam Daily Post article I quoted him earlier from, he also said this, quote, These students have been just as diligent as everyone else in this community, adhering to your policies and restrictions to help bring the COVID-19 numbers down. As you and your agency are very well aware, the IIAAG members have and are continuing to work tirelessly to help our students, hopefully, enjoy an abbreviated interscholastic sports experience. With just a couple of months before the end of the school year, any delay in our proposed schedules will seriously impact our ability to complete the proposed seasons. Close quote. I played sports in high school. In fact, it was one of the best times of my life. I was just the kid who caught a football or made a tackle. I was the one picked last when playing basketball, but in wrestling, I worked hard for the takedown and lost and won matches. I played high school sports with a passion and heart for my school and above all, pride in something so very special that I knew my playing high school sports would impact my life later. 
My high school kids know that. Both are soccer players. You'd be hard-pressed to find kids on Guam who love the game more or understand it better than the two of them. They're high school soccer coaches. And the coaches of all high school sports on Guam are not at fault here for a COVID-impacted season not starting. They are just following the rules. But it got me thinking, to what end? What is the intended purpose of school-based sports? High school sports is the continuation of education in the classroom, where lifetime values as citizenship, sportsmanship, teamwork, and hard work are taught and reinforced. Who doesn't like to win? It's not the purpose of high school sports. Their purpose is education. It's human growth and development of our kids at many different levels. When my kids graduate from high school, they and their classmates will never play organized sports to the level or degree that they play now in high school ever again. So why deny giving this chance to play if the science on COVID is saying something different and policy decisions that aren't just not consistent? Well, the National Federation of State High School Associations produced a report a few years ago detailing data that shows students who play sports have higher grades and higher achievement test scores. Sports enhanced school engagement and a sense of belonging, the development of life skills and values not typically taught in classroom education, healthier behaviors leading to better physical and mental health, and co-curricular activities that lead to better citizens. There is evidence that these benefits continue after graduation. We've all just come through a difficult and trying year in Guam and America. If it has taught us nothing else, I would hope that we would have realized the importance of providing connection and belonging for every child from New York to Mariso. So school administrators and public health professionals, get to work so our kids can play. When the season is over in a few weeks, you all should start planning for the fall season, a sports season that we all hope is close to a normal in Guam that we are used to and had thrived for generations previously. High school sports can be safe. It can be good for all of us. You have to believe. You have to believe that for our kids' sake. That's it. That's all. If you enjoyed this podcast, download, press subscribe, or follow us right now. More great content is on the way. Talk to you soon. The That's It, That's All podcast is produced by Sean Gamatata. Executive producer is Trisha Gamatata. Hit the subscribe or follow button and leave a review. Thanks for listening.